on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Purcella And this is the show for the realists, say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness And delusions of modern society And welcome to mother freaking reality Today we have Andy and DJ cruise the mother freaking internet. That's right. That's what we're gonna do. That's what we're doing. We gotta keep it clean, man. You know, people get mad about this stuff now. You know, we we could we could chop off kids' genitalia. That's fine, but we can't say some Bro, offensive buddy. words. Yeah, you say you're 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 freaking somebody's mom. It's a problem. Yeah, you know, you mother freaker. Yeah, fuck man. All right, this is CTI, and CTI stands for Cruise the Internet. That means we're going to put topics up on the screen, we're going to speculate on what's true, what's not true, and then we're going to talk about how we, the people, can be the solution to the problems going on in the world. Other times, we have Q&AF. That's where you submit the questions, and we give you the AFs. Now, you can submit your questions a couple different ways, and these questions can be about anything you want. First way is... Guys, the first way is you can email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or, or you can go on YouTube and on the Q&AF episode, you could drop your question right there in the comments and we'll answer some from there as well. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of some real talk. That's just some stuff that I think needs to be said and heard. Other times we have full length. That's where a guest comes in and we sit down and conversate. And then uh, other times is 75 hard verses. This is where we bring people in who uh, have completed the 75 hard program, who have changed their life. We talk about how they were, how they are now, what it's done to their life, and how it can do the same for you. The 75 hard program, if you're unfamiliar, is the world's premier get your shit together program that has ever existed. All right. And it's free. And you can get it for free at episode 208 on the audio feed of this very podcast. You can also uh, go buy the book. The book is on my website, andyforsella.com. It's not required, but if you're one of those people that needs to know all the ins and outs, as I am, the book will be appropriate for you. If you didn't know, 75 Hard is the initial boot camp phase of the Live Hard program, and that is a year-long program designed to be completed every single year of your life so that you can stay tuned up and kick an ass and building and living the life that you want to live. And you can get that for free at episode 208. So uh, go do it and do it. All right. And then for all this information that we give you for free, uh, you'll notice that I don't take ads on the show because I don't like people telling me what I can and can't say. And I want to keep it real with you all. Uh, I have this little deal I make. So I don't take ads. I don't take the money. And I just ask you to share the show. It's very simple. So I can either fill the show with ads and make a whole bunch of money, or I can keep doing it the way that I want, and you guys could just share the show for me. Sounds like a pretty good deal. So we have this thing, we call it the fee. Uh, if you get value out of the show, if it makes you laugh, if it makes you think, if it makes you a better person, if it teaches you some skill sets, it gives you perspective, it makes you see things a little bit differently. If you think it's something that people need to hear, don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's hey, up? Hey, how's it going? It's going good, man. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I ran a little bit this morning. Where'd you run to? <laughs> the toilet. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, I, I ran a little bit outside for real. I ran the 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 shorts of the buildings. You did? Yeah. With your ruck on? With my ruck on. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's it's different. It's weird. Sure. Yeah, it is. It's like bouncing you around. Yeah. My calves are on fire. Yeah. 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 My pride a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna hurt your subscription uh 
count over there on the olden calves. Yeah. You know, you got to protect the no, money makers. Boost, I think that'll boost it up. Really? Bro, my calves are looking fucking sweet right are now. Are they? Yeah, they are. They're toned. How do you, how you can you tell? Little Is that just you saying that or are oh, your subscriptions I, going up? I, I kind of like, I, I do one of these in the Well, middle. that doesn't count. I if back if your me. money isn't going up and the data's not going up, then you're lying. Listen, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. No, beauty is in the eye of people that buy your shit. That's true. <laughs> okay? Beauty is in the free market. Yeah, that's what The market is. tells you the truth. Capitalism. Yeah, so if you make some more money on them calves, then I'll hear you're your bragging about it. All right, well, guys, it's up to you. Share the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, hey, listen, we, we got a lot of really, really good stuff going on in the world, um, and I, I felt that it was appropriate to start off with just exposing some hypocrisy. Okay. Right? I, I think it's very, very important. Um, and I just, I love personally just love exposing hypocrisy. Like when I see it, I just want to, you know, freak it out. You know what I'm I saying? Wanna, I want to expose some hypocrisy as well. Yeah? Yeah. My own. Oh. Yeah. So I, I, made, a, I, made, a, I made a story yesterday where I told everybody not to worry about the haters. Mm-hmm. Right? And stop talking about haters. Uh-huh. And that they can't get very far if they keep spending their energy on haters. Because every minute that you talk about a hater or you think about a hater or you or you spend energy on a hater is energy that you can't spend on moving forward. And I got some pushback on that, mm. you know, from a lot of people who have done a lot more things than me, too. Oh, yeah. It's a whole. You know, How did that go? I, yeah. That was sarcasm. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm thinking like, wait, what, yeah. what it must say. But these people, <laughs> these people were like, what? You always say to take the negative energy and use it to move you forward. No shit, man. Mm. Like, can we just get to a level of common sense, please? Can we understand that there's nuance in everything that everybody says? Can we know, Can we just get to the point where you don't have to blast me with the details of something I said over here mm-hmm. when I say something else over here? And can we use our critical thinking to kind of make a little common sense sandwich? Both things can be true. Yes, please. Yeah. Please. Because I mute your fucking ass the minute you send me that shit, just so you know. So there's my hypocrisy yeah. of the day. Yeah. You see their message and they no longer see you. That's, That's funny right. how that works. Bro, it's just, it's just like people want to be the first one to like display how intelligent they are. Gotcha. And it's like, oh yeah, you got me, bro. Yep. I totally changed my tune. You know, like, holy shit, dude. Like what is this? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, what is this in culture, bro? Twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, it's a weird time, man. It's a weird time. Y'all got to think a little bit more. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Well, dude, the internet is full of it, and I mean, you ever need to fill that cup up? All you gotta do is just go online for like ten minutes. Oh man, <laughs> and, and it's there. That ain't no lie. Yeah, it's just like this first topic, man. Before we get to our main headlines, guys, uh, I want to bring this bring this topic up because I, I it's just hilarious. Um, so you're familiar with the Miss Universe thing, right? Mm-hmm. I think uh, so. There's like all different ones. But yeah. You know, yeah, there's a, well, there's a lot of universes right now for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some alternate realities. <laughs> that's a fact. But yeah, so this Miss Universe contest, right? So, so this is in the news again. It's trending right now, um, because of the most recent winner of a, uh, select com- uh, country. Guys, let's dive in for this conversation in case you guys have not seen this yet. So uh, the recent crowning of a white Zimbabwean as the nation's Miss Universe representative was met with much uh, derision after many voiced their disapproval over the winner's race in a country where white people make up a small minority. Brooke Brooke Jackson, uh, which I think is a dope name, just uh, like, I mean, anytime you like double repeat it, I think it's cool. Like co-co-host? Like Coco Hosts, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> they don't know about that yet. Yeah, you guys will see that later. Yeah. Uh, but Brooke Brooke Jackson, a 21-year-old Harar native, was crowned Miss Universe Zimbabwe 2023 last Saturday after edging out 11 other finalists. After the competition returned to the African country after a 22-year absence. So uh, here's Brooke Brooke. Okay. Um, here's Brooke Brooke again. Okay. Now, now listen. She's she's born and raised. She's a a Zimbabwean native. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she's actually like born there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, which that that comes up a little bit later. Um, but she put this post out on Instagram. I thought it was important to post. Um, because she has a very real perspective of of what's going on. She she posted this on Instagram. Um, uh, saying it's giving behind the scenes at Miss Universe. Um, just wow. Zimbabweans are so talented. This work of art says a thousand words about our beautiful nation. This costume is a celebration of diversity in the human race. The recycled zebra skin and the porcupine quill show the beautiful art created by black and white stripes, a representation of unity amongst people. The color of our skin should not define a person or who each person chooses to associate with. Together, we are aligned, a beautiful kind made by God. The cowrie shells are a representation of fertility and womanhood. This is to say we are all born the same way, no matter the color of, uh, of your skin. We are brought into earth through the same path. Um, and this was the picture that went along with that. I agree with her. I absolutely agree. Now, here's the thing. That's, a, that's an amazing message. She's get, been getting a lot of hate um, by black people um, all over the Internet um, with tweets like this one um, from a legendary nobody. Okay, is the name of that person's uh, social media post um, with the caption saying a white woman can be Mrs. Zimbabwe in the real world. But a black girl playing a fictional mermaid character was a bridge too far for some Um, or tweets like this saying LMAO. The shot is still tragic, though. All those beautiful melanated women. And you're telling me the European woman won a contest for black people. Um. And it just goes to show the ignorance, right? And they posted this along with that. that it's not picture. ignorance. It's hate. Yeah. It's hate. Just like it's hate when it was happening to black people here in this country. Yeah. But I mean, but I, I say ignorance meaning like coming from like the true lack of knowledge. No, it's they, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care if they know. The yeah. facts are irrelevant. This is an emotional mm. response. Mm. This is our shit. It's not your shit. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what that's what this is. This is no different than when black people were fighting for, you know, equal rights and a place in culture and a place in this country. And they they were they were faced with people who were saying, well, because you're black, you're not an American because you're black. You don't deserve the same rights because you're black. You know, stay out of our schools, stay out of our uh, workforce, uh, know your place, stay out of our community. Right. That went on in America for a long time. This goes on in other countries exactly that same way today versus white people, mm-hmm. right? Where the white people are the minority. And if we take any race and we were to say this was Asians and let's say another, an Indian, right? The minority is always singled out. This is not exclusive to black or white. This is, this is human groupthink behavior mm-hmm. and tribalism. And it's dangerous and it's wrong. Yeah. And um doesn't matter how advanced a society is. That's, no. That's people. That's correct. Yeah. And so we, that that woman, uh, Brooke Brooke, who wrote that post, she's correct. If we do not understand, if we as human beings cannot get on the same page 
that we are all the same and that we are all here for a reason and that we are all here to contribute to each other, help each other, push each other to be better, help each other when things go wrong, be there for each other, be examples for each other. And we can't like learn to like work together, bro. We're always going to be ruled over by these elite tyrant fucks Mm -hmm. who rape and pillage our community and our society and steal everything from us and make our lives miserable. The reason... They, they exploit that. These elite people globally, the globalists, they exploit the human bias towards people that don't look like them. Mm-hmm. And that that's something that takes conscious effort to overcome. And, bro, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, anti-black or anti-white or anti-Indian or anti-Asian or whatever, bro. It's fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Yeah. Right? And... <clears throat> You know, it's interesting to me that, uh, you know, I mean, look, dude. I just can't stand the hypocrisy. Well, no, I can't stand it either, bro. Because because like like when you see headlines like this, right? Like, you know, model makes history as first black plus-sized woman crowned Miss Great Britain, you know? Um, Or you go over to Miss Miss Ireland, who won uh, uh, Asha Okoraday, crowned Miss Universe Ireland 2023. That's supposed to be Ireland. Yeah, but dude, listen, man. Why are they doing that? Why is this happening? Well, they want they they want to normalize generalization. Like they they want everybody to be the same. They want to remove any type of merit or hold or nationalism hold on, or any of that. Hold on. When you think of Irish people, what do you think of? I, I think of uh, Guinness. No. What kind of people do the, what do Irish people look like? White people. White people, what kind of white Leprechauns, people? Leprechauns, red hair. <laughs> leprechauns. Yeah. All right. They're not leprechauns. <laughs> right, though? I mean, but they got red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And they're white. Yep. Okay. Talk funny. Now. Yeah. And they drink a shit ton. Okay. And they do. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If you wanted to create a one world government, what would you first have to do to all the individual countries? You would have to redefine the cultural standard at which people view the people who inhabit those countries. Mm. All right? That's called demoralization. National identity. That's the yeah. removal of a national identity yeah. so that people won't resist the formation of a one-world government system. Okay? So what this migration is about that's been happening in Europe for a long time and is happening here is about changing the the actual visual identity that people have for these countries so that people have less to fight for and less to be proud of, all right? The reason it ha- the reason they have a hard time doing it in America is because Americans are not inherently racist. And most Americans understand that we are a cultural melting pot of many different cultures, of many different kinds of people that come from everywhere else in the world and look many different ways. Yeah. And so we all know that. Like we've already been taught, you know, our whole lives for the most part, minus these kids that are like 20 right now, right? The rest of everybody has always been taught along the lines of like what Martin Luther King taught, which is we judge people on the content of character, not on the color of their skin, which is the truth. That's how we should do it. But when we think about what's actually going on here, this is not about anything else other than removing people's sense of pride in their host nations so that their host nations can be conquered by a globalist communist movement that keeps everybody under this one identity 
uh, of globalism, right? A citizen of the earth. And for, for that to happen, we have to remove their identity as an individual nation. And that's what we're work. That's what we're witnessing here. And they're using people's bias and racism and inherent, you know, differences against each other to make it happen. Yeah. So yeah, it's dude, sad, it's frustrating, you know? Um, well, I think that's one of the other things too, that they're trying to accomplish this division uh, between these different, you know, quote unquote races. Like, Correct. They want everybody fighting over. They it. want people to fight over. Yes. This. They want white people to get pissed they, off. And they want. They want yeah, the black man. people in Zimbabwe to tr- kill these fucking white people, and they they want they want that same shit here in America. Mm-hmm. They want white Americans to like hate black Americans. That's why. That's why they do this shit. Yeah. You know, like you, and like if you guys disagree. Like, tell, please tell us how. You, but I mean, the, like, listen, bro. What's laid I out see, right now? It's hard to see it any other like, way. Dude, listen. Black people get so pissed off. Okay, real talk, dude. You, you and me are together. We're, we're together. Fuck it. I'm more. I'm with you more than anybody else. Any other human on this fucking planet. All right. It's not bad, right? No, it's all right. <laughs> you know, I get a front row seat to the only calves. It's good shit. All right. But like, here's the thing, bro. How many times? Real talk. How many times have you opened your phone and showed it to me where they've been highlighting some like really disgusting, poor behavior amongst black people and been like, bro, this is fucking embarrassing. Mm-hmm. How many times have you done that to me? Oh, thousands. Thousands of times. They do that intentionally because they want white people to hate black people. And then they want to paint white people as these like racist, bigot people to hate black people because without that contention and without that division, these people can't run their play. Yeah, there's no control. Right. And so we all have to get smarter when it comes to these things and start to realize that when we start to have these feelings of animosity towards people of another race, that they are winning the battle that they are trying to fight. Okay? Because it's easy to have those feelings, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's when I watch 20 videos in a row of a black mob beating the fuck out of white people, like, I start to feel a certain way about it. Just like people will feel a certain way if the roles were reversed. And that's intentional. They feed us that. And we have to be smart enough to take a step back and be like, bro, they are feeding us this shit. Bro, they feed you. Listen, think about this. They feed you ads based off of what you talk about off and verbally, right? Your phone, here's what you're talking about. How many times have you been talking about something and you pick up your phone and see an ad for it? Okay, now if they're that skilled at presenting you with an ad that you didn't even search for, that you only talked about, think how skilled they are at feeding you this information to make you hate people that don't look like you. Right or to see things as are going to invoke a certain yes. reaction. Yes, yes, and so we have to be real about this, bro, and we have to rise above it, and we have to stand tall on it and say, "Dude, this isn't right." No matter if it is upsetting us, yeah. we have to step aside and be like, "Bro, yes, that's wrong, but this is not representative of the big picture." Most people are good. Most people want to the same things. We want to be left alone. We want to have a, a shot at the American dream. We want to have an equal opportunity. We're not going to ever have equal outcome. I'm tired of hearing that shit, Mm -hmm. all right? Um, But the reality is, is if we're going to win this fight against these people, we have to not only not comply with their demands, but we also have to not comply with their manipulation that they- Intentionally. Yes. Yeah, 100%, bro. 100%. So, like, dude, it's, you know, it's an uncomfortable discussion to have. Like, bro, I don't feel good saying, like, 
yeah, man, when I see these videos of black people just attacking the fucking innocent white people walking down the street, like it makes me angry and it makes me mad and it pisses me off. That's not a comfortable thing for me to say, but it's true, right? And I have to step back and be like, bro, they're, they're trying to do that. We have to remember we're being manipulated. Yeah. How many times have we had that talk? Thousands. <laughs> yeah. Thousands. And, and, and both ways too. Both like ways, both yeah. ways. Like wait, when you've been pissed off and I've been like, hey, remember. Mm-hmm. And when I and we all have to do that together. Yeah, we like, have to check each other's own because, emotions. Yes, because this extremism is being manufactured intentionally. And I'm seeing a lot of extremism on both sides now, right? Yeah. Like I'm seeing a lot of black people openly fucking hate white people and i'm seeing and by the way that's been going on for a long time that's been accepted my entire life it's always been acceptable for black people to openly fucking say mean hateful shit towards white people and then when white people say well that's reverse racism or racism they say it can't be racist because we're not the we're not the oppressing party okay (laughs) that that's what that's what the excuse that's been my whole life i'm just being honest okay now if you flip the, the role over the other way the same applies, mm-hmm. okay? We have to be able to there say- surgeons on that side now. Where you, yeah. Bro, there's, pe- so. there's people that are white that never said shit before that are starting to say like racist shit. Yep. And I don't fucking like that either. Nope. It's not right either way. And I don't think you defeat, you know, that culture, the, the, like we have to get, we have to rise above it is what I'm saying. No, and, and like, dude, it, we shouldn't be judging people on their fucking skin color. Like whether, no matter what it is, that's that's a that's a low IQ way to look at the world. Mm. It's real shit, man. I mean, what do you think? No, one hundred percent, man. And I, and I think too. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I think it just shows or or reveals like the people who are writing these posts like this, right? Like, how ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, bro, it's just Hold like on. you're showing how Hold on. low IQ of a human you really are. Are they? These are both anonymous accounts with no person real name on them. Yeah. Well, yeah. So are these just people who are just ignorant or are these people who are actors? Okay. Well, that's a real yeah. Yeah. I mean, cuz like listen, we all know that's a real thing. There 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 is no doubt there are bot forms out there and just like you alluded to it's like, you know, there's algorithms that are designed to show you exactly what they want you to see. Not what you want to see, what they want you to see, right? It's very possible, man. Dude, remember. Remember this. This is real shit. If black people in America, if black people and white people ever figured out that they aren't actually enemies, those people up at the top, they're fucking done. They are done. And they know they're done if that happens. That's why they propagate that message so hard. Fuck, man. Guys, jump jump in on this conversation uh, for this intro. Let us know what you guys think about this. Um, definitely an interesting conversation. I think it's a worthy conversation to have. We got to have more of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and like, bro, we have to put away these t- these labels and shit. That like, when people when you start to talk about race and people say, "Well, that's racist," just because somebody calls you a name or throws an insult at you or you're afraid of that, does not mean you should not have the conversation because that is a tactic that they use to keep us from solving the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And and why do they want us? To not solve the problem because they're hoping that we don't notice that they are the actual problem. Mm-hmm. It's a fact, man. It's a fact. Well, guys, it is CTI. Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, videos, links, articles, go to andyforseller.com. You can uh, find them there. You can also drop down in our YouTube description uh, for this video and check out the links hyperlink there as well. 
Uh, so that with that being said, let's uh, let's get into headline number one. This is a uh, very pressing topic um, as we are dwindling down closer to the days. Uh, government shutdown. It's a big conversation right now. Sounds uh, like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down with it. I actually got I got I got in trouble on the the shade room because I hopped in there, gave him some my my two two piece and a biscuit, and pissed some people off. But it's whatever. Was it extra crispy? Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right. Original. That's the best kind. Yeah, eleven. Was it eleven herbs and spices? Eleven herbs and spices. Yeah, I know all of them. Oh, do you? <laughs> I don't know any of them. Well, hold on, wait. Do you see fucking uh, Big Ty's post? No. About the watermelon. Uh-uh. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you got you got to see. We'll, we got to pull it up. We got to plug it in. So Big Ty, right? Yeah. Our buddy, good, great, great dude. Fuck great fucking him. dude. He posted a picture. Uh, and he had like two watermelons. He was like, you know, just letting you guys know this is the secret to to get that down. They're going, right? So I commented on, I'm like, bro, you just gave black, you just gave the black person secret away, bro. Like now everybody knows, the whole world knows now. What watermelon's a secret? Yeah, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, fucking well, this one dude in there. He's like, I'm buying a whole crate now. <laughs> well, now we know who's got the little unit. <laughs> All right, yeah. Let's get hey, look, dude. Show. Here's the reality, man. Like real talk. We got to get back to fucking like laughing together, working together, appreciating each other's cultures and having fun with it. You know, like, bro, when I grew up, you know, in the in the in the 90s and in the late 80s, you know, <clears throat> we made fun of each other like in a, in a healthy way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't racist. It was called comedy. And those or jokes. Yeah. Well, dude, all good comedy <laughs> is based on the truth. That's why yeah. it's funny. Yeah. So like when we when we think about like how we handle things now, like it really takes a lot of the juice that you would really enjoy about your life and that we would enjoy as a culture out of the game because we can't even like make slight little jokes at each other like we would do amongst our own kind, Mm -hmm. right? Like because it's interpreted as racist. Like, bro, we have to get away from this. We have to get back to laughing with each other, having a good time with each other, appreciating each other's differences, learning from each other. Like, dude, this shit... This shit that they're doing, bro, it's it, nobody's with it. Yeah. Like nobody's with it, bro. Like dude, black people ain't with it. No. They're not. Like you in real life when you go around black people and 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 you know, like you you fuck around, joke around, everybody laughs and vice versa. Like it's Well, that's the thing, but nobody's going to give you permission to do it either. No. Like that that this is something that you guys are going to have to on the individual level exercise. Well, right, like, and you see it all the time with me. Like, bro, I, we go places. I fuck with everybody. Yeah, I don't care. I fuck with everybody because it's one of those ways I know I can break that ice. Right? Yeah, because there's always like you mean like our driver in Salt Lake, a driver in Salt Lake, or pilots in fucking Vegas. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter, bro. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna break that ice because, like, at the end of the day, once we get past this, like, uh, this, this, like, weird, like, are they good? Are they cool? Like, once we get past that, bro, we're all we're yeah. All, but once the, on the same page. but th- we got to recognize where that shit comes from. It doesn't come from us. No. Like, it doesn't come from all of us good-natured, good American people who, like, love each other and care about each other. It comes from these these people who are propagating division and hate intentionally or the far progressive left who has never faced a hard day in their entire life who somehow feels like they need to apologize for everything and end up being inadvertently racist because of the shit that they think. You know, oh, I'm going to be the voice for black people that can't get an ID to vote. What the <laughs> what? fuck do you do? You, yeah. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, this shit's absurd, man. Black people don't know how to use the Internet. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. Bro, you got the president of the United States saying shit like that. Yeah, I was quoting him. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, guys, let's get into this first headline. Headline number one. Headline number one reads: McCarthy confronts key decisions as Congress hurdles towards government shutdown. Uh, this is a CNN article uh, to jump this conversation off. Uh, with six days until the government runs out of money, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has a choice to make. Does he risk a shutdown to keep his job, or does he cross his Republican hardliners by working with the Democrats? Uh, it's a defining moment that has been months in the making. To build favor with his detractors, McCarthy is allowing Republicans to move forward with voting on a series of appropriation bills this week even though they will be dead on arrival in the Democratic-controlled Senate. Uh, but time is running out, and Republicans have failed to rally around a short-term option. Uh, and the promises McCarthy made in January when he uh, bowed to hardliners to get a speaker's gavel are finally coming home to roost. Quote, this is the third major fight of the Congress, opening week, debt ceiling, and now government funding, said GOP Rep. Patrick McHenry of North Carolina. One of McCarthy's trusted allies uh, who helped negotiate the bipartisan debt ceiling deal. Quote, this is uh, this was always going to be a battle. Um, now, we're seeing articles and headlines. All these things are popping up now. It's looking like it's going to be uh, like it looks like the government's going to shut down. Um, everybody's pretty much in agreement. Um, you got articles, you know, ch- trying to already like, you know, tell people what's going to happen and who's going to be affected from the military, federal employees, um, national park, public spaces, airports, things like that. Um, <clears throat> but you know, hey, food stamps will still run. So that's good. Um, and, uh, you know, IRS, that's not going to shut down. Right. That's good. Uh, but here's the thing though, guys, uh Oh, guess what's not going to be affected. Ukraine. Oh, man. Ukraine's going to be just fine. This uh, headline reads, Pentagon exempts Ukraine operations from potential government shutdown. The decision means that training on American tactics and equipment can move forward uninterrupted if lawmakers don't reach a funding deal by the end of the month. Yeah, they'll be just fine. And you know uh, what else is going to be just fine in Ukraine? Uh, All of their first responders, their funding fashion stores, their schools and their farms are all going to be just fine even though our government will be shut down. Um, over 57,000 first responders, they're going to keep their jobs, they're going to keep their pay, they're going to keep working and not going to have any issues. Um, Andy, what do we got on this? I don't know how any American citizen can be okay with your hard-earned tax dollars being used to support something in Europe that nobody has any connection to personally in this country. I don't think that if I'm being honest, I don't understand how there hasn't already been a revolution here. Oh man. Yeah. I I really don't like we've been, it's because people don't understand the financial oppression that we've been subjected to. Well, we're in survival mode. They right? don't understand it, dude. Yes, yeah. they're in survival, we're in survival mode, mode. So they can't really grasp what's happening. You know, you have a president who has intentionally done all these things that have damaged our country. And you can say, oh, well, it's not intentional. Okay, well, if you were going to intentionally destroy the country from the inside, what would you be doing differently? Right. All right. So you have a guy who has come into office who has taken uh you know every single step possible to make things harder on the american people he shut down 
the strategic uh, pipelines. He just finished the other one off in Alaska like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now gas is going back up, right? Yep. Which means that transport's going up, which means that cost of goods are going up. Um, he has, you know, opened the border. So we have all these these migrants here that need to go back where they came from. Um, we could go on and on and on down the list. He's sending all of our money to Ukraine. Uh, we're letting all this crime happen in the cities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the American people are still working and they can't afford to eat. They can't afford to like pay their bills. Uh, credit card debt is at an all-time high. Credit card default is at an all-time, all-time high. Uh, and this has been going on for, for you know, decades. Like this, the real problem with the real system, which is the fact that 50% plus of our income is squandered by 600 people in Washington, D.C., while we all are out here trying to just, you know, get our piece of the American dream. They've intentionally removed the American dream from the palette of possibilities for us by creating it a situation where it's almost impossible to survive for the middle class, right? Mm -hmm. And that's part of what we've been talking about for many years on this show, which is to have communism, you have to have two classes. You have a very rich elite class and then you have a peasant class. And so everything that they've been trying to do, and this includes these big financial institutions, these big fund managements, who have been buying up all the residential real estate, right? Like they're intentionally making it impossible to be a middle-class American, right? And while they're doing this, they're sending all of your money to Ukraine. And and a lot of you guys are still thinking it's okay to vote for this shit. You're still identified with a quote-unquote, I'm a Democrat or I'm a this or I'm a that. Bro, you, what you are is a fucking idiot, okay? Because we are fucking slaves in this country we are people who work very hard and our money is sent to all these different places and then stolen by the people that we elect to look after this country. And it's infuriating. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I see this fucking twerp Zelensky in Washington, D.C., in our Congress, giving a speech, you know, like he did a while back and then come here again and ask to address Congress like, dude, you don't get it, bro. Like, we ain't with you. And in fact, there's a whole bunch of people here that would cut your fucking head off if they had a chance. Did you see all the videos of, like, when they're leaving the hotels and you're getting fucking, like, yelled at and shit? In Canada, too. Yeah, Yeah, people hate them. And because they recognize what's happening. Mm. And our country's being destroyed for no other reason than people won't speak up. And people won't stand up. And they'll continue to not have uncomfortable conversations. Like, that's it. Like, how, how is anybody okay with them being taxed the way that we're taxed, with the prices the way that they are, with America being in the condition that it's in, that we're sending a dollar of aid to anyone. Mm. To anyone. Let alone this fucking high hill dancing dude. Bro, I can't stand it. And the people, you guys who continue to support it, you're traitors to this country. You just don't know it. Mm. You're on the wrong side. They tell you, oh... Russia will continue to invade and conquer and they'll eventually come here. You guys are fucking idiots. You're called the useful idiots in the communism playbook for a reason. And if you're still supporting this shit and you still have a Ukrainian flag and you're still saying, oh, it's pro-Ukraine, all this shit, you need to take a step back, bro. Because what you're doing is you're, you're destroying. Eventually, you will have been seen just as the SS was seen in 1930s and 40s Germany. You, will, you are that. 
these people who blindlessly go along with all these narratives, they're, they're point the fingers at people like me and you and say that we're those people. No, they're those people. And they don't know it yet. They're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> That's real shit. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Uh, hashtag the show must go on. Uh, and let us know what you guys think, man. Yeah, I think it's funny how all these people, like, like they say, well, you're a nationalist. No shit, bitch. <laughs> I love this country. You know what I'm saying? Real this shit, is a man. great place. This is an amazing country. It's our country. And we're, we're taking all of our resources and we're ruining everything that's always been great about this country. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, you're just a nationalist. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Well, that's the thing, dude. Like, like the preservation of this country has never been left up to the government, right? The pres- the preservation of this country, the the pride, the identity, it's always been left up to the people. Like that was the original goal of this country was the people have the power, and they've been able to manipulate us through technology, through narratives, through propaganda to make us think differently. And that's that's not the case. It never has been the case. It never will be the case unless we fall into that trap of believing that. You know, it, like listen. I don't understand why people are tolerating it, dude. Well, I mean, again, that, that's the dangerous part, right? Like when they, I think they a lot of people, people in the survival mode, it makes it very, very easy to control what it is they're focused on. Yeah, I, I think that people are waiting. I think if I'm feeling this out right, I think people are just waiting for whatever the thing to happen is to yeah. happen. Yeah, and I think whenever that thing happens these people are all going to be like literally exterminated yeah. because the overwhelming response is going to be extremely fucking violent and extremely fast. And it's extremely dangerous what they're doing. Yeah. This is why people have to realize that your fellow citizen is not the problem. It's these people in this government who continue to do this crazy shit to all of us while they steal our money and send it over to places that end up funneling, funneling it back to them. That's what's happening. Absolutely. What's happening is they're sending it to Ukraine. How how do you guys know what they're spending it on in Ukraine? How do you when when they send when they send a, a company in Ukraine, uh, you know, ten million dollars? How much of that do they actually get? And how much of that comes back to these politicians uh, or companies that they're invested in, or you know, political contributions? Like people don't understand what's happening. Yep. Your money is being stolen by the people that you elected to manage this country. And they are using that money to oppress you and take more and more and more from you. That's what's happening. And people do not understand it because they're so busy trying to survive, they can't follow the actual narrative of what's really happening. It's a vicious cycle that we need to get out of. And it's going to take people taking a step back and questioning what is actually going on here. And then having a voice and having courage to stand up and speak up against what is going on, no matter what. Along the way, we were propagated into believing that silent majority was some sort of noble thing. We were propagated to believe that political correctness was noble, that self-censorship was the way that we should operate because we don't want to offend anybody. And they've conditioned our population to operate this way and in doing so, it's prevented the truth and the actual people from standing up and saying, hey, I don't agree with that. That is not what I want. That is not what I believe in. And they don't do it because for 20 years, we've been living this propaganda uh, cultural conditioning called political correctness and then followed up by the silent majority. Mm-hmm. The, time, the time is over for silence. The time is over for political correctness. The time is now for facts and data and actual analysis and the truth. 
That's what needs to be talked about. And that's what needs to be said. And that's going to be uncomfortable for people because for 15 years, they haven't been able to talk about it. Well, the time is now to talk about it. And we don't talk about it now. And we don't stand on it now. And we don't speak the truth now. We will never have the opportunity to do so ever again. Guys, before we get to our second headline, we got to cruise the comments. Mm. Yeah, that's good. favorite. Yeah, so this uh, this comment's coming from Ben Webb, 5992. He says, uh, quote, Andy's speech in Salt Lake City yesterday was powerful AF. I heard he is a great speaker, but I will never be the same. I even got to see DJ looking sharp AF, holding down the stage stairs. That was cool. That was yeah. a fun event, dude. That was a great event. Yeah. I had a great time, man. The crowd I, was amazing. The crowd was Ben, great. I appreciate that, dude, um, very, very much. The, the, the entire... The entire event was was awesome. Yeah. It was and, a good time, dude. Yeah. The peop the crowd, bro. <clears throat> look, we're talking about important shit. It's easy to give a real talk when the, the shit we're talking about matters. Yeah. Right? We're talking to you know, I don't even know what was it? Seven thousand? Yeah, seven thousand people or something about uh, you know, the importance of them winning. Okay. That's an easy thing to talk about because it's very real. We have an obligation in society to start painting the picture of what it looks like to live the American dream so that the people behind us can identify it and work to live it too. And they have shamed us into this situation where they have made us believe that us pursuing the American dream is somehow some immoral cause to pursue when in reality, everything great that this country has ever produced has come from people who have been pursuing the American dream. So when I can get in front of a, a bunch of entrepreneurs and go-getters and people that want to be better, I am going to point out very clearly that we have an obligation to set that standard for the rest of society. And that's what I talked about. And it's a very real thing. It's very easy for me to talk about because if we don't do it, and we don't set the standard and we don't go out and win and we don't go out and build great lives. What do your kids and their friends have to look at as something to aspire to? And this is why they have villainized every single American success story for the last 15 to 20 years, as opposed to before that time frame, making it those people the heroes of our country. Okay, so there is nothing more noble for an entrepreneur to do or success driven person to do than to become the most successful version of yourself and maximize that potential to a degree where it sends a message to every single person you know of inspiration because they know if you did it, they can do it. And this is a huge deal in culture right now. This is a big problem and it can be solved through entrepreneurs taking the obligation seriously. The other thing that can be solved by entrepreneurs taking the obligation seriously is actually installing the culture that most people live in their daily lives. All right. And we have a big problem with small business. A lot of small businesses try to emulate the fortune 100 companies who are controlled by these big banks who put down these qualifying social and economic uh, standards inside of them. You know, these movements like DEI or CEI or ESG, right? And they put down these behavioral codes of conduct through their culture so that they can qualify for the money that they need to operate. And because they put this culture down to their employees, their employees end up taking that culture home as if it's the right way to do that. And because small businesses emulate big businesses and think that this is just the way it is, we have it 
rippling through society at an unprecedented rate when nobody actually wants those things. What actually people want is they want good-hearted Americans who do the right thing to stand for the right thing and tell the truth and be this normal functioning America that we've always had, which is based upon common sense. And that can only be solved if small entrepreneurs who employ most of the people in this country stop copying these big companies and start emulating the American values that they believe that they should stand for. And that takes courage because when you run a company on the traditional American standards that we talk about, meritocracy, right? The best people play in the game, data-driven results, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, hard work. These things are not accepted in society anymore for the sole purpose of demoralizing our country and taking away its identity. So it is up to us. And so when I do get on stage about these things, I tend to drop motherfucking bombs, okay? Because it's the truth and it's real shit and it is our obligation and it is up to us. And if we don't do it, nobody else can do it. So that's why the entrepreneurs right now are the biggest problem solvers and have the biggest weight to bear when it comes time to doing this. And like I told these guys on Saturday, if we take that obligation seriously and we take our 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 lives seriously and we take producing that ultimate version of ourselves seriously and we go after that with every ounce of our effort we won't just make america great again we'll make america greater than it's ever been and this is what is needed at this point in time and it can only come from entrepreneurs so i appreciate you ben i appreciate you guys that came the guys who put the event on keaton and dan uh, Dan Fleischman, Keaton Hoskins, uh, all the speakers. It was awesome. But let's not forget, this isn't just about making some fucking money. This is about correcting what's going on in the country by painting the picture of what is possible so that the people behind us can come behind us and say, that's what it looks like. Someone did it for you, and at some point in time, you've opted out of that pursuit, and you are dropping the ball on your own obligation as an American citizen. Go be that badass motherfucker that you always wanted to be. That is the best thing that you can do for this country. And ultimately, that's what's going to save the country because it's going to show everybody else what it looks like to be a fucking awesome, badass motherfucking American. Man, thanks to all of our real ass fans, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, keep not being hoes. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's get back into it. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads... Dozens protest plan to turn former New York City college dorm into migrant shelter. This is an interesting one. And I got some crazy stuff on this one. It's going to be good. All right. <laughs> you're the guy. You're, all right. <laughs> Bro, I just, like, what, what's it called? A, a pre prelude? I prelude all my, all my stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like you're the guy who talks about how funny the joke is, and then Before you tell the, the joke, joke, and it's yeah. not as funny. Nah. That's how you fuck up a good nah, joke, it's debatable. Bro. No, it's not debatable. The jokes that you the jokes that you don't explain before you tell them are the funnier Those jokes. Those are good. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to help you here, man. But I feel like I feel you're like, a young man. I'm trying to mentor you. Like I'm, you would be okay. much funnier. But would you would you would you also agree that if I like the jokes that I do tell with the prelude would be funny had I not preluded them? I don't know. I'm gonna have to start paying more attention. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Hey, listen. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think you. I think you got a lot of raw talent. 
I think you got a lot of work to do. What is this, American Idol, bro? That's like, right. This is yes. fucking Randy Jackson over That's here. right. I think you got a lot of raw talent. I think with a couple years of good, hard practice. I mean, are we right? We're right on this, right? Yeah. It's yeah. no for me, dog. This is yeah. no for me, McDonald. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the best thing you got going for you is your fucking laugh right there, bro. <laughs> People love his the internet, like, the internet felt, agrees. I felt like this was American Idol, man. <laughs> Come back next year, DJ. Yeah. Well, hey, look. Yeah. If I didn't believe in you, I wouldn't have you sitting here, man. Hey, I appreciate you it, You got man. the golden ticket. Hey, listen, always be learning. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's right. That's real. I mean, if you got to get you know, 20 trophies taken away, that's <laughs> what it takes. You gotta, can't be afraid to throw some shit out there. Hey, man, listen. You, you fall down seven times. Fall down eight. <laughs> uh yeah, so let's get into this. There doesn't you got, you got protests going on in New York City. Um, protesters rallied Sunday outside a former college dorm in the Bronx, uh, up in arms over City Hall's plan to convert it into the Big Apple's latest emergency shelter for asylum seekers. As many as 75 angry demonstrators, um, armed with signs that read, Affordable housing, yes, migrants, no, uh, and other signs that said, quote, No land grab, save our children. Uh, stood in the pouring rain to slam plans uh, for the one-time Manhattan uh, College housing site. Quote, over our dead bodies, shouted Guardian Angels founder Curtis Sliwa, a frequent critic of the city's handling of the unprecedented migrant crisis. Now, across the street stood about 50 counter-protesters. Um, the recently renovated seven-story, 83-unit former college dorm on West 238th Street um, has become the latest tipping point for residents in the five boroughs pushing back against the migrant shelters. Uh, the building was purchased by the Stag Group for $18 million earlier this year uh, and was to be a homeless shelter. Last week, a senior official at the company announced that it had been in talks with the City Department of Homeless Services, quote, as it relates to migrant housing uh, and families. Now, here's the interesting thing. Um, well, uh, first, here, here's a picture of what the uh, protesters look like. And uh, by the way, I'll say this: seventy's not enough. Okay, all you guys that are up there complaining, you guys all feel the same. There's no way there should only be seventy people up there protesting this. All right. Yeah, and and, and here's another thing: when you say over your dead bodies, uh, that's what they're counting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but here's the thing: the counter protesters, right? Counter protesters have made their presence known. Uh, at each of the rallies, gathering in smaller but equally boisterous numbers to support the migrants. Quote, as a Jew, we know what it is to be scapegoated, and migrants are being scapegoated, uh, said Naomi Sharlin, a member of Jews for Radical Economic Justice outside the Xbox dorm on Sunday. Quote, a leader who is failing and struggling decides to scapegoat instead of acknowledging that it's a challenge in building coalitions. Um, and that was their group uh, with signs that read, welcome migrants and uh, signs that said, migrants, welcome here. Okay, well then take them into your house. Yeah, do it. Shout take them to your homes. homes. Yeah. Okay, if this is, if this is a, 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 you know, you think this is the same things as Jews being persecuted wherever they've been persecuted, which is many places, okay, if you think that's what that is, then you should take these people to your homes and allow them to live with you and you care for them. Yeah. And then maybe you could set the example for what it looks like for everybody to do what it is that you're asking them to do. Yeah, go first. Shabbat Shalom. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's un, uh, I don't think that's an unrealistic request. Okay. No. Yeah. But here's the thing. When you, if you go ask these people like, Hey, you feel like migrants should be here? Oh yeah, of course. All right. Can you take one in your house? Well, oh, well, well, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm leasing. I'm not. Hold on. 
Why <laughs> are people persecuting these migrants? Why? It's because Hold on. Why? Let's not just say, oh, they're being persecuted. Let's ask why. Okay? And let's ask why people are being persecuted whenever they are persecuted at any point in history ever. Let's ask why. Cause and effect. Let's ask why. Why are these people being persecuted? Well, here's why. Because people don't want them here. They are coming here and they are taking our resources and they are taking homes and they are taking tax dollars that should go to citizens of this country, not people who just decided to come here. Okay, that's that's a realistic that is not racist. That is not bigoted. No. That is, we take care of Americans. This is America. We take care of them first. And then after we have our own shit sorted out, then maybe we could talk about solving some other people's problems. But we have gotten to a point in this country where we look to solve everybody else's problems, but our own. And that's a, that's what's a, you know going on. And that's intentional, by the way. This is what they want. Demoralization. Right. And bro, because like, these migrants are they, coming over, they're, they're, they're robbing people, they're hurting, they're killing people, raping women. I mean, well, it's not like they're they're just coming here, you know, in, in family droves. That's not what this is. Go ask France what they should have done. Go ask Italy. Go ask, go ask Ireland what they should have done. Ask the UK. You can't undo it once it's done. And these people understand this. Mm -hmm. And so th this is why I keep saying over and over, dude, to sort this problem out, it's going to take some hardened people, uh, some hardened citizens to understand what it's going to take because, bro, it's going to be emotional. It's, we're going to have to go round these people up and we're going to have to drop them back where they came from. I'm, and, and by the way, in previous times in history, you know what they did? They rounded them up and they put them in camps. Right. Okay. Or they killed them. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything like that. That's wrong. That would be make you a bad human. But for America's best interest... It's going to be required that these people who are illegal, who have come here from other places, be rounded up and taken back to where they come. And then if they want to come through the proper channels, like my man right here did, and yeah, right. Okay. And actually learn the culture of America, learn what this is about, become a contributing member of society, then maybe you can come back. Okay. But this is this is wrong, and, it, and it's wrong to compare this to other you know, persecuted races of people. And if we're going to talk about the persecution of different situations, I think it's a reasonable uh, discussion to ask why that persecution is, has happened or why it's happening. Yeah, to prevent it from happening again. Correct. It's important. Right. But that's not how the that's not how our our society works. We just say, oh, they're persecuted, and then there's no justifiable reason whatsoever to persecute. That's not right. That's not true. It just existed. That's not true. This is what we see with the pedophiles right now. Mm. Okay, we see persecution towards pedophiles and people are like, you guys are they're minor attracted people. No, we're not buying that, bro. That's never going to be that's never going to be bought by us. And so when you wonder why people say things like pedophiles belong in the wood chipper, um, we should be able to validate that there's a very good reason why they belong in the wood chipper. 100 percent. And here's the crazy thing, too, on this story. So uh, a new report came out. Um, about you, you mentioned the tax dollars going to these migrants, right? And I think we did we did some rough numbers. Uh, just in Chicago alone, in the last six months, has been about twenty thousand dollars per migrant that they've been spending of taxpayer dollars and emergency spending on these migrants. Um, but that's that's not even the, the the tip of this iceberg. 
Um, this headline reads, Migrant Surge Sparks Spending Spree as Chicago and New York City Dish Out Eye-Watering Contracts. Now, we talk about this all the time, okay? And most this, this flies over most people's head as far as how this actually works, okay? I'm the mayor of, of Chicago, okay? We have a problem. I got migrants coming in. Okay, cool. And we have all these tax dollars to our disposal, right? Um, we need we we got to have clean sheets for these migrants, right? So the the there's the company that Andy owns that you know you do the laundry service, right? I'm gonna give you the government contract, but because we're boys, you're gonna kick me back a little bit more. That's right. And I'm gonna you're gonna bid. It's, it's gonna you're gonna no send me a hundred k. I'm gonna send you back fifty. Yeah, one hundred percent. Or in this case, hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. But I'm simplifying it. Yeah. Right. Like so. So it costs me, let's say ten ten k. This is how this works. It costs me like 10 grand to do the job, mm -hmm. all right? And normally I'd ask 20, right? Okay, let's just say just straight up. But I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna give you, you're gonna give me the contract for 100, I'm gonna give you 50, and instead of me making 10, I'm gonna make 40. Mm -hmm. And that's how this shit works. And this is why we're taxed at a rate of 50 plus percent when we add them all together. It's to handle all of this unnecessary Correct. bribery is Correct. what it is. Um, yeah, so Chicago has paid at least $56 million to favorite healthcare staffing to care for the more than 13,000 migrants who have arrived this year, according to an NBC5 investigation that found that nurses were making $135 an hour or more. A manager was paid $14,000 for just one week of work, and a nurse earned an eye-watering $20,000 a week uh, in December, both invoices included overtime. That's the other part of this, what we're talking about, bro. This trickles down. Yeah. Okay. So this, everybody gets their piece along the way. So something that should cost, you know, like where they said 56 million, where it should really cost two yep. ends up being 56. Yep. And guess what? These and that nurses, comes from us. 100%. But guess what? These nurses are going to be the same ones that turn right back around and advocate for more migrants. Why? Because yeah, they're making more so money. You're making 20 grand a week. Yeah. Bring them in. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Viva, viva la vida. What do they say? Yeah, but they're not thinking. They're not thinking that those kids, their kids, are going to grow up in a country that is actually run by those people. Mm -hmm. Once they get them healthy, yeah, it's a crazy thing, man. Um, and 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 so it continues to to see invoices like that are disgusting. They are outrageous, and they are cause for an immediate investigation. Alderman Raymond Lopez told NBC. Meanwhile, New York is currently paying three times more for contracted laundry services at some migrant shelter uh, than it does at homeless shelters, according to a report by Gothamist. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Wow. Dude, how how can people be be okay with this? They're not. People look at this shit and they act like, this, no, that's not really what's happening. That's not actually what's happening. It's exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's exactly what's happening. And, and here and here's the kicker uh, for this topic. Uh, final, final little, uh, little supporting piece on this conversation. Uh, this comes out under pressure from New York City. The Biden men gives more Venezuelan migrants temporary protected status. The decision gives more than two hundred thousand migrants the right to obtain work authorization and live in the United States without fear of deportation. 
So all those job creations that they talk about, yeah, that, that that's a big portion of them. Yeah, and the other portion is when they're talking about the job creation, they're talking about it coming from the shutdown that they created. In the, in the first place. Yes. <laughs> so they're counting these people getting their jobs back, which is still less than the total amount of jobs that existed before as growth in the economy. Isn't that wild? No, it's not. It's exactly what they did with COVID. It's the same way they lied about all the data with COVID to twist it and make it look. When this fucking guy gets up here and says Bidenomics and you all like look at your own shit and you're like, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> like realize they're lying to your face and they don't care. No, they do not care. Like these people know exactly what they're doing. They're doing it intentionally. It is not incompetency. And you guys continue to not understand. You just do not get it. They're stealing your shit. They are going to steal your entire country. They're going to ruin your culture. They're going to ruin the opportunity for your kids to grow up in a civilized society. They're going to they're going to take everything that is your fucking birthright as a citizen of this country and ruin it on your dollar because you won't speak up. 70 people show up to this, bro. That should have been 7,000 people. Should have been 70,000. Yeah. The amount of fucking- This shit would stop in a day. Dude. If everybody who believed in this shit started showing the fuck up and actually speaking up like we've been saying for years on this show, this shit would change. And it would change fast. It's real, man. Guys, jumping on this conversation, let us know what you think. Uh, hashtag order at the border. Dude, and, all uh, these people got to go man. back. I, all these people got to go back. You know how hard that is going to be on some people oh, to watch. Bro, think of the optics. No, bro, because it, it's, it, it is going to it's going to look like just like what we see in the movies and shit. There's going to be checkpoints. There's going to be people asking for their fucking papers. Like it's going to be very hard thing to stomach for a lot of people, but it's necessary. Mm -hmm. It's a necessary thing that has to happen for us to actually. Uh, maintain the United States of America for Americans. Yeah. It's real shit, man. Well, guys, let's get on to our third and final headline. Headline number three. Our third and final headline reads, New Jersey Senator Robert Menendez and wife indicted on federal bribery charges. Shocking. Hmm. This is, this is kind of culminating what we've been talking about, how these dirty politicians work. So let's dive into this, because I think this is like the I think this is like the uh, the prelude. to what they're going to do with Biden. So let's see how we can connect those dots. And if you agree on this. Uh, so this is a, a NBC article, a CBS News article uh, reading Democratic Senator Robert Menendez of New Jersey and his wife have been indicted by a federal grand jury, according to court filings, unsealed Friday with prosecutors alleging the couple accepted lavish bribes in exchange for official acts. The bribery offenses against Menendez stem from a years long public corruption investigation by the Justice Department. Uh, the indictment unsealed Friday charges Menendez and his wife, Nadine Menendez, with three counts in connection to their relationship with three New Jersey businessmen. Uh, Menendez, who's 69, and his wife face one count of conspiracy to commit bribery, conspiracy to commit honest services fraud, and conspiracy to commit extortion under color of official right. Uh, the three New Jersey associates identified as uh, Whale Hanna, Jose Uribe, and Fred Davies 
uh, are also named as co-defendants and face two counts. Menendez and his co-defendants are expected to appear in federal court in Manhattan on Wednesday morning. Um, and of course, he's saying he'll be exonerated. He says everything's fine. In a statement Friday, Menendez denied the allegations and condemned, quote, how quickly some are rushing to judge a Latino and push him out of his oh, seat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it has to do with your fucking Latinoism. It's tacos, baby. Whatever, bro. <laughs> He says, uh, he continues saying, quote, I am not going anywhere, he said, vowing to, quote, continue to fight for the people of New Jersey with the same success I've had for the past five decades. I think see, that that's a problem right there. Yeah. Like, why have you had success for five decades when you're in a position of service? Yeah. Maybe it's because of all the shit you, you, you're doing in there, bro. Yeah. You know, and, and like, like, hey, Bob, what about the hundred thousand dollars in gold bars, bro? So listen, they raided this dude's house. And they found like he's living like El Chapo, he's like he's like he, he's he's El Bob Chapo. You know what I'm saying? Well, he ain't living like El Chapo if he's only got a hundred grand. It's all, well, but that was just some of it. He's right? living like Cheapo. Y- yeah, El Cheapo. <laughs> that's right. El Cheapo. Yeah. Oh no, I got to change the hashtag. Oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> Cheapo. He ain't no fucking El Chapo, bro. <laughs> hold on. He fucking yeah. thinks he is though. Yeah. Hold on. El Cheapo. El, El Bob Cheapo. <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh yeah so let's dive into this so so uh the new jersey lawmaker called the claims against him salacious and insisted he will be exonerated because prosecutors sometimes get it wrong um he didn't mention the more than one hundred thousand dollars worth of gold bars or the mercedes pr- prosecutors say he received for doing favors for a new jersey developer uh, as he confirmed he will not resign so in a June 2022 raid on the Menendez home, investigators found $400,000 in cash stuffed in envelopes and in the pockets of jackets with Menendez's name on them. Uh, they also found gold bars uh, worth $110,000. Uh, Menendez defended the money, saying he often kept cash on hand because it's a lesson he learned from his parents who escaped Fidel Castro's Cuba uh, to live in the United States. He didn't mention the gold bars found in his New Jersey home. Um, now, this is where it gets kind of kind of crazy. Right. So we talked about the, the charges that they brought up on the guy. Um, but the indictment also charges the senator with providing sensitive United States government information and took other steps that secretly aided the government of Egypt. Okay, Uh, Menendez defended his record on Egypt. He says, quote, throughout my time in Congress, I have remained steadfast on the side of civil society and human rights defenders in Egypt and everywhere else in the world. If you look at my actions related to Egypt during the period described in this indictment and throughout my whole career, my record is clear and consistent in holding Egypt accountable for the unjust detention of Americans and others uh, and the human rights abuses, he says now. You know, all these indictments. I mean, what like, about the human rights abuses happening in America? For Americans, yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, and these are some of the pictures uh, that the FBI released. There's his jacket. Um, that's just some of the money. His wife got a brand new Mercedes Benz. She's also got a uh, low show or no show is what the prosecutor described job uh, for one of those three co-defendants. Um, getting paid ridiculous amounts of money. Well, clearly there's corruption happening. Dude. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, look, they're trying to make it like they're trying to make it like, look how. Okay, I got to be honest. Okay, this guy's crooked as fuck. Here's what's happening. He's not doing something they want him to do. That's what's happening. Mm. All of these people do this 
All of these people are like this. All every single elected official up there does this bullshit. All of them. They're mm-hmm. all like this. And the reason this guy's getting pinched is because he didn't do something or there's some sort of other interest at play here that no one's talking about or seeing. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> go back to like the photograph they posed, right? Like, doesn't this the, not that one, the one of his jacket, doesn't that seem very similar to the photographs that they did whenever they raided Mar-a-Lago. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, we have a corrupt justice system on top of it. That, like, is this guy guilty of shit? I'm sure 100%. Oh, that's all real shit, he is. For yes. sure. But why did it come out? Yes. How did it that's come what out? I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This guy is being targeted, and it's not because he's Latino. <laughs> that's his political public defense. Right. It's because he's not playing ball with them in some way that, that he's expected to play ball, and now they've turned it against him. Mm. And, uh, you know. It's like when you're in, you're in, but when you're out, you're fucking out. Yeah. Or when they're done with you, you're done. You know, like the, that's what these guys fail to understand, these politicians that are up there. You know, they continue to play ball and they do the insider trades and they do all these things, not realizing that eventually your time's going to come and you're going to end up in prison for it. You know, and they they don't do it like how it should be done, where we have a mass collection of all the corruption and a trial and a and a public fucking accountability measure. They do it one at a time, right? They they selectively pick these people off as they go when they don't play ball with them. Mm-hmm. Like this, this this is when you look at the government and you think that these are like people that are elected and they're in there doing the work for us. You're 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 misunderstanding it completely. And that misjudgment and that misunderstanding is what's costing us our country. These people, most of them, were not successful before they went in there. Wouldn't be successful. Are, cannot be successful in the real world. No. And the reason they want to be politicians is so that they can get in on the game. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's out here saying, I want to be a politician, look out for those people, bro. Because there's nothing cool about being a politician. Like if you're a successful human being. Yeah. This is why you guys fucked up a lot with Trump. Now I agree, Trump says some real dumb shit. But the truth of the matter is, you had a dude who had the the biggest, most baller life ever and gave it up to go fight for you. And half of you guys started believing he was what they said he was. Yeah. When in reality, the only reason they said that he was those things is because he was actually fighting for you. He wasn't in. Right. And that's why, like, dude, you know, you can have all these judgments about Trump. He's not a perfect candidate. Like, he's not, you know, like, there's a lot of things about Trump I don't I don't necessarily like. But what I do like is that he's not part of their shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what else I like? I like that he has motivation to, like, literally hold these people at the highest level of accountability. I like those things. Yeah. But what does that turn into after that? Right. Because what we really need is we need a Sulla type leader from Rome who was the first dictator of Rome. Right. The last dictator of Rome, however you want to say it. Okay, this dude came from the people, served in the military, fucking killed all the corrupt people, became leader. The people loved him. They said, you're your lifetime dictator of Rome. And he said, no, I just wanted to clean this shit up. And now I'm going the fuck home. And that's what we need. Yeah. We don't need another person to come in here and say, oh, I'm gonna, I want to be the president because I want to be president. We need a fucking warrior that cares about this country to be elected president and to handle business and then leave us alone. That's what we need. 
Yeah, that's real. And 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 won't run on the fact that I need eight years. It don't take eight years. It doesn't. It did. It would take. It would take fucking. It would take one year. You know. That's real. I also thought it was interesting, last little point on this, uh, but Bob Menendez hires Hunter Biden's lawyer to defend gold bar bribery charges as Democrats demand he resigns. And so, yeah, I mean, everybody's been jumping on the ship to, you know, kick him off the ship, uh, Mm -hmm. both left and right, which further supports that fact. Like They're all in on it. Yeah. It's just when you're out. Well, this guy could be threatening to blow the whistle on these guys. Which that would be his best defense. He should do that. He should do that. Like, bro, that like that would absolve you of everything. Yeah. Most well, of it. Well, well, at least <laughs> in public opinion. Yeah, public, in public opinion, yeah. people would be like, well. Yeah. You know, it might it might not be straight to the wood chipper, but, you know, you, I mean. Yeah, there'll be some detours. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, the corruption is the corruption is so deep and thick. It's going to take a massive action of, of, of accountability to solve it. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to ensure it doesn't happen again, at least for the next 100, yeah, 200 years. That's what needs to happen. You know, and like, dude, I don't think there's very many people that are willing to do uh, what needs to be done with restraint. Right. Mm. Because when you when you execute that kind of play. All right. No pun intended. All right. What ends up happening is these people get power hungry and then they start to like go after these other things. Right. Like it should be left alone. Like fix this country. Get rid of the corruption. Get rid of the evil shit. And by evil shit, I mean pedophilia. Okay, Get it the fuck out of here. Get these migrants out of here, fix our economy, fix our crime, fix the judicial system, go the fuck home. That's what needs to happen. Yep. That's real shit. Guys, jump in on this conversation. Let us know down in the comments what you guys think. Hashtag LBobCheapo. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, But with that being said, man, that was our third and final headline. It is time, as always, for Thumbs Up or Dumb as Fuck. This is where we bring an article up. We talk about it. Uh, and we'll get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, Tiger Woods caddies for son Charlie's big golf moment. I just thought this was cool. Yeah, I just thought this was cool. Yeah, so uh, so so Charlie Woods added another accomplishment to his uh, burgeoning golf career uh, with a little help from his dad. Charlie, with Tiger Woods caddying, earned a spot in the Nota Begay third national championship on Sunday, uh, he finished six under 66 to win the 14-15 age Holy division shit. of the last chance regional. That's Quote, incredible. It's great. We just stay in our own little world. Charlie, who's 14, said this, uh, said about his dad caddying for him. Quote, we take it one shot at a time. He puts me in my place. I'll talk about the next tee shot. And he's like, no, this is the shot we're, focus- uh, we're going to focus on. Focus up. This is what we're going to do. Uh, Charlie recorded birdies uh, on the first three holes and went out in 33. He had three straight birdies to start the back nine and capped the win uh, with an eight-foot birdie putt on the 18th hole. Quote, obviously, this course is great for me, Charlie said. Uh, Just took it one shot at a time. Don't think too far ahead, and you just got to keep eating. That's it. Uh, Here's a little clip from, uh, from, from their day at golf. Dude, he looks just like him. Dude, he, he fucking moves like him. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, it does look like a little tiger. That's pretty cool. Is that tiger right there? Yep. Yep. With the with the flag? Yeah, we, yeah he was his caddy. Bro, that's, that's super cool. That's pretty fucking cool, man. 
That is super fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shocked. I mean, dude, you know, a lot of people like to hate on Tiger because of the, you know, the the thing that he, he has in his past with the uh, girlfriends and stuff. But the reality is, is like, bro, outside of that, he's been a pretty fucking awesome dude. He's, a, he's he, been a fun guy to watch. He's a high competitor. He's fucking badass. Like, I don't really see what not to like about Tiger Woods unless I just don't know. There's some stuff I don't know. But I, I've always liked him. He's an imperfect human doing this. That's well, all that matters. He's, he's trying to be a great father. Um, I think it's awesome. No, I, I never knew my father. <laughs> Why is that funny? You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I met, I met, I met your fucking dad, asshole. Yeah, you met him when I fucking met him. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is cool, man. Yeah, I, I thought super this was cool. fucking dope, man. He's even got the like the little celebration the tiger does. Bro, this like, kid's gonna be a monster. Yeah, he is. A monster. He looks like he's got some swag almost. Bro, man. he's shooting he's shooting six under, 14 years old. Like Bro, that's think about that pressure though. I mean, like you 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 kinda have to, right? I dude, I, to me that's just amazing. Yeah. I'm just not like I play golf for a long actually for most of my life I played golf. And I was I'm there's no fucking I mean, bro, like for me, that's Un, untouchable shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I could just appreciate you know how you like can't really appreciate how hard things are until you try them. You gotta try them. Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. like jujitsu, right? Like or like playing the guitar, right? If you mm -hmm. if you've never tried to play the guitar, there's there's really no way you can actually appreciate somebody who's awesome at guitar. AC, DC, you can't Alpha, appreciate it. Yeah. Bro, I didn't start playing guitar until I was 30 years old. Yeah. When I was 30 years old, I started to play guitar and take lessons. And then I looked at music completely different. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And because I have this golf perspective, like six under par, bro, like that to me, that's like at 14. Yeah, dude, it's just un, it's just unfathomable skill set. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. What are we giving it? What are we got? On yeah, that? I think it's thumbs up. Yeah, no doubt, man. Thumbs up to that, uh, Andy. Guys, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, guys. And hey, if you're listening on audio. Uh, go over to YouTube and subscribe. We got a lot of new content coming up on the short form content. I'm actually going to uh, start trying again a little bit. Uh, so we have a lot of cool stuff coming out, and that'll be mainly in YouTube shorts. Uh, we have the Day in the Life show starting. Yeah. So these are things that we have coming up on the YouTube channel. We have a Day in the Life, which will be once a month show, uh, which is kind of behind the scenes look at what I got going on. I think you guys are really going to like it. We've had a lot of fun shooting it. Uh, we've been working on this for a long time. And then we also have my uh, my car show that I'm starting, which is going to be amazing. So uh, lots of new content. So if you're an audio subscri uh, subscriber or listener and you only listen to audio, which is most of you guys, uh, don't forget to go over to YouTube and click subscribe and, and uh, check out what we got going on over there. Um, other than that, don't be a hoe. Share the show. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, doesn't know.